couple years down the road, um, you're living your life pretty similar to how things are right now, you know, running the valve, running some fucking sets. <laughs> what? All over the city. You're running sets everywhere, dude. That's what you call it. When we're like, hey, what are you doing? You're like, oh, I'm going to go run a set tonight. Uh, am I run? I mean, am I running a particular set to prepare for something, or no, that's just what I call stand up? Just, just what you call stand up now. You're just in in, in a phase, you know. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, people are not happy about it. Um, Why would I do that? I don't know. I'm not you. <laughs> Fair point, enough, I guess. Point being, yeah, things are like pretty similar. You, if you're feeling good, you know, you're. Good. On the on the you know, on the steady climb. This is the best I've felt in years. Yeah, you feel great. Cool. The only thing is that you you've picked up a little bit of a nasty habit, like the last probably like two or three months, and it's getting like a little worse and worse. It's sort of like amplifying, you know. A couple months ago, you just started biting your fingernails. Okay. You know? Um, I pick my fingernails. Uh, I'm kind of OCD about it, so I could totally see myself doing that. Yeah. And uh, you started, like, really getting into it. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> where you're almost like... <laughs> Holy shit. Where you're like... Oh, no. You wake up and... I don't know. I, basically, when you wake up in the morning, you roll out of bed... And you pull a notebook from your nightstand. You pull out a pen and you start to study your fingernails. And you got a daily fingernail journal where you're like, okay, left hand, ring, about three days away from harvest. You uh, you get like That's really... From you're like, harvest? Yeah. Um, you get like... You're really into it. You know what I mean? This this is like borderline like like a religious fascination. Yeah. You guys you you get you know, you're a couple years older, you're just like you get consumed with the idea of like how your body works and you know, this is just like a thing that you looked at and we're like, I'm gonna pay attention to this for the first time in my life and understand my body better. And you just okay. like end up you know, you bite on your fingernails. But over the last couple of months, like I said, it's gotten a little worse where you're like kind of doing it as 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 a habit to this point. And like you've really kind of gnawed him back pretty good. Uh into like the quick, you know what I mean? You gotta like um it's not like an open wound but you know there's like <laughs> you know you, you bite it and you bite uh, until it bleeds at times you know man <clears throat> and uh every now and then like somebody will see it when you're like tending bar and you'll be like oh shit and you have to put on a glove so you're like bartending and you've got these fucking cool ass black gloves dude wow you you went to the the glove store and you were like in standing there. The and, glove store. <laughs> yeah, it's in the mall. They got What's like it a, called? It's, it's called the glove store. Yeah, 
It's a glove. That's a glove store, and then underneath it goes dot dot dot, a place to buy some gloves. <laughs> okay, that rules. So they've got like like fashion gloves, to like uh, like a golf glove, like a, base, like a baseball gloves. gloves. Yes, but you're like you need like a medical, not like a medical grade, but like a restaurant quality, you know, grade glove. Okay. So you go to the glove store, and uh, this girl Jennifer walks up to you and she goes, "Hey." Uh, Thanks for going to the glove store where we love gloves. What you looking for? <laughs> and you tell her like, yeah, uh, I just need like a restaurant quality, you know, latex glove. And she goes, okay, follow me. And it takes because you- my my OCD has at this point almost completely taken over my life. Yeah, that is a nightmare, Aaron. This is an actual nightmare I have. Yeah, I know. Fuck you, dude. Why? I mean, I didn't know that you had that nightmare, but I know it is a nightmare. Great. All right. What else happens? So you're uh, at the Valve one night, right? Yeah. Gnawing away. <laughs> Who's the headliner? A uh, guy named Skylar Windex. <laughs> What's Skyler's deal? He's just like a he's like a an eighteen year old, uh, like super. I'm trying to think of the best comparison. Uh, he's just like a dude who's like really funny on Twitter. Oh, okay. You know, and people like he has like an audience, and he wants to do a weekend there. And Brendan Wardell. He's like Brendan Ward. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's that's a fair comparison. Like a younger guy who's like doing really well. And uh, you know, you guys pack the place, right? People are all over. Wow. Place is packed. Tickets are going for like twenty five bucks a head. You know, it's like a special event. Wow. Yeah. And uh, you know, <clears throat> a show like that where there's like a lot of people coming in. You know, uh, sometimes like the moments just before you open the doors, there's like sort of a rush. You know what I mean? When you're like excited about what's going to happen for the evening, but because you know it's going to be busy. But even though it's it sucks, it's also kind of the best. You know? Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're kind of standing there at the bar, just kind of like, you know, biting away. On your pointer <laughs> finger. Oh, no. And you can tell that it's like, okay, you need to stop. But you just love the way it feels. Michael. This, um, this has hit home on a level that has never happened on this show. So you're standing there. This is so genuinely uncomfortable. Michael uh, opens the door. And yeah. he, like, he, hadn't, he, like, he just like opened it. And he goes... He goes, hello, everybody. The hell? <laughs> yeah. He's in a great fucking mood. Why? I don't know. You think he just got laid, but you know. Michael? Yeah. Michael is uh, voluntarily celibate. Yeah. And that's what's like so strange about it. I would absolutely ask him about it. He just kind of like shoots you a sly grin. Looks at you over his glasses. Strikes a match off his boot, lights a cigarette. Doesn't answer you, and he walks away. 
All right. Yeah, I get it. So he uh, smiles, you know. Yeah. Message received, Michael. So he like starts letting people in, right? Cool. Um, you weren't really prepared for it, and you accidentally like bite, chomp a little piece off. You know what I mean? Okay. Right, and you you're like, oh shit! You didn't, you know, you didn't obviously mean to do it. Does it hurt? Yeah, it hurts. Fuck. And you kind of like, it stings really bad, and you kind of like let out a deep breath, and the piece flies out of your mouth. And you see that it's like heading in the direction of like the first person walking in the door. Oh no! He's like, um, he looks like he's uh, kind of like trying to emulate like a Rod Stewart kind of a look. He's like a very yeah. flashy-looking guy, you know. He's got okay. big, got big hair. He's kind of strutting in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I know what you mean. You know. And you see that it like hits him. Fuck. I would yell like duck. He doesn't. He's not like paying any attention to you. So you just like don't say anything. Right. So like the show goes on. You put on those fucking gloves. You know what I mean? Yeah. The show happens. Right. Everybody's How does it go. It's great. Skylar Windex. Who opens? Crushes. Uh, it's just Skylar. Really? Yeah. That's he's, interesting. He's on he's on a tour called the Only Me Tour, where it's you guessed it, just him. Okay. It's a little weird. So like you uh you know, after that like close call with that guy, you know, you were like, Okay, you gotta get this under control. Like you can't do that. Like it's clearly affecting your life. You have like a sort of like a uh, a sit down moment with yourself. You know what I mean? Where you're like, okay, here we go. Let's get things, let's get things heading in the right direction. And so okay. you, you kind of like really focus on that. And that's where you're going to move forward from. Tight. And it's tough, you know, it's tough, like overcoming that kind of stuff. But you really try and you're like working hard at it. You go back to the valve the next weekend there's a TV show that's uh, premiering at the Valve. A TV show? Yeah, there's like a like a special event. Instead of like like on on your on your Saturday night, like you have like a headliner and a regular you know pop up show on Friday, and then Saturday there's like an event where uh, there's a company, a local company, is filming a, a new TV show and they're wanting to premiere it at the Valve. Okay. And what is it? It's it's going to be on um, ABC. <laughs> It's called It's My Life. And it's a, a game show. <laughs> <laughs> a game show? Yeah, it's a game show where a celebrity will uh, find a, like a random person and give them complete control over their life for one night. Okay. Like, hey, here's, my, here's the key to my house. Here's the key to my cars. Here's my debit card here's the pin number i'll write it down for you why are we showing this at the, why do they want to show this at the velveta room because it's just like a cultural hub you know what i mean it doesn't sound very funny it's well the thing about it is that so the basically what happens is that the celebrity like finds this person and then the person just goes ape shit overnight and the celebrity has to live with the consequences of whatever that person does 
Wow. So the first episode is uh, Gwen Stefani. She uh, turns her life over to this woman named Kimberly LaBelle. Wow. And uh, Kimberly LaBelle gets drunk and uh, like runs somebody over in Gwen Stefani's Porsche. <laughs> Gwen Stefani gets arrested for a DUI and manslaughter and goes to jail. Oh my so God. it's like a pretty intense show, dude. Holy shit. Yeah. People try to get out of it and those contracts are air fucking tight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's my life is like going to be the next runaway smash on television. It's going to oh change gosh. the way that people view televisions and uh, view celebrities. Sounds very intrusive. Yeah. But there's like, um, you know, the, they're, they're doing this whole thing where they're, they're showing it uh, at the Velve. And then there's an after party at, at Esther's. They're doing like karaoke. Oh, cool. They're doing like karaoke and all. You know, they've got like a, when everybody leaves after the screening, they have like a a little cocktail thing set up inside of Esther's Follies, and then they oh, change cool. your room around to have like a little food table. You know that rules. Yeah, it's great. So you you're like in the bar. It's an open bar, right? You're just you know slinging drinks, right? You got your gloves cool. on. <laughs> okay, <Right>. good. <laughs> I forgot about the gloves. Yeah, you got your gloves on, right? And you're just like super, super busy, you know? How am I? How am I feeling when I put those gloves on? I mean, it, it, there's a lot of shame, but you also <laughs> what? Yeah, there's shame, but you For also what? because you know you're like okay, this is I have to wear these because I can't stop doing this thing. You know what I mean? So you know, all right. Oh, okay. Know, so there's that, but there's also like a sense of obligation of like yeah, the, but I need to do my job and I need to do it well. And you think you look cool as fuck. Wow. Wearing these black gloves. Okay. Do I look cool? Yeah, brother. Yeah, you look real cool. <laughs> Hell you yeah. On, you put them on and you, you like snap the latex. Oh no, fuck. You just fucking snap it. <laughs> and when you feel that snap against your wrist, you feel it all the way down to the tip of your cock. Aaron. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Why would you say that? That's so, you're, so gross. So you're bartending, right? Uh, everybody, Fuck. everybody leaves after the screening. They go to the okay. cocktail hour. You know, you're you're still in there serving some drinks. Uh, people so, come so back it, in. They it, sorry. The cocktail hour is at Esther's or at the Velve? Yeah, it's at Esther's, and then okay. they, then they churn while they're having the cocktail hour. People bring in like tables with like craft service stuff. And, okay, so we have a little bit of a break. Yeah, there's a little bit of a break. Okay, cool. So people, they come and turn the room around. Everybody comes and grabs food. They all go back into Esther's and, like, start doing karaoke. And, like, you know, there's, like, somebody gives a, the, the director gives a speech. You know what I mean? Every, they're all drinking. They're having a great time. And there's really not anybody left in the Valve. So you're kind of, like, alone for the first time in the night. And it's just you because... You know, you're, you don't have, you don't need, need a waitress, you know, yeah. and you're not letting people in, so you don't need a doorman. So you're sitting there enjoying like the first moments of solitude in the night. You hear the roar of the crowd through the wall behind you. Everybody applauds because they know they've made a thing that people are going to be interested in. They're as optimistic as anybody you've ever heard. 
And you start thinking about like, you know, when you encounter success, it kind of makes you reflect on what you've done. And you start thinking about, you know, things what you could have could have done different or could have done better. You're kind of walking around the valve, listening to people on the other side of the wall. And you get that urge to bite in your fingernail and you just kind of subconsciously, you just like unconsciously just like start biting it. And the moment that your finger hits your tooth, you hear, hey, Pat. Hey, Pat. Down here, buddy. Oh, my God. Hey, Pat. What? You look down. You're standing next to, like, uh, there's, like, a sandwich station. There's, like, a big deli tray with, like, all kinds of different meats and cheeses. Spreads, like you wouldn't believe. Bunch of vegetables. Lettuce, tomato, onion. And then the last container you look, it's pickles. And you look down, and when you look at the, 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 the pickle chip that's sitting on the highest point in the mound of chips in front of you. Yeah. You see where it's like the seeds are in the middle, you know? They're actually like eyes, you know? And the seeds like underneath it make like a little smile. And you kind of like wipe your eyes. You go, what the fuck? And when you open your eyes again, like <laughs> the eyes are like big googly eyes. And yeah. now it has like a cartoon smile that extends beyond its frame. And at the very tip top of that pickle chip is a jet black pompadour. That's really weird, Aaron. It's so, it, it's the thickest looking pompadour you've ever seen. Yeah. Like you cannot fathom running, being able to like run a comb through it. It's that thick. And he goes, Pat, down here. And he kind of waves at you. He's got on a, a leather jacket, like a greaser's jacket. And then you see the sleeve. It's an empty sleeve. It just waves at you. And it goes, Pat. Uh, real quick before I respond to this. I never see any of these guys coming. <laughs> I'm always tricked. <laughs> I used to think there was only a certain few characters that I was tricked by. I never, ever see any of these guys coming. It's always a shock. I'm always stunned, and I never know what to do. I'm just letting everyone in on something. I never know what's about to happen. Okay, so uh, that being said, I guess I look down and I go, what the fuck? And he goes, hey, buddy. He goes, it's me. He goes, Bill the Dale. <laughs> Hello, Bill. He goes, I'm here to help you out of your pickle. Oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. <laughs> What's my pickle? You, you you look down at him, and you've got that finger in your mouth, and he goes, <laughs> I can help you, Pat. I can take those those of that itch that you have to bite and chew on them fingers. I can take it all away. I'll, I'll do anything you want me to do. He's great. I need you to kill a man. I will do it. I will absolutely do it. Who is it? Well, are they a bad guy? He uh he goes on to tell you that there is there's a serial killer yeah who's been killing off 
production assistants at like various productions all over Hollywood. And Bill knows that he's plotting to kill somebody here. Wow. He, he knows because he's part of the, the pickle clan. They're an intelligence network all over the globe. Anywhere there's a pickle, spear, chip, hole, yeah. anything like that, it can observe what's going on around it, and it can relay that information to pickles everywhere. And so they they know. They've seen what's going on. And what, about, what, what about cucumbers? I mean, they've got to be pickled. Pickled cucumbers. Okay. You ask Bill, you go, can all cucumbers? And he just, like, spits a seed out. <laughs> He almost like turns red. I mean, he's still a pickle, but he like you can tell that his temperament changes, and he gets angry. And he oh says, no! He says, "Uh, we don't we don't talk about cucumbers around here." I'm sorry. I just, uh, yeah, sorry. I've come around on Bill the Dill in a big way. I really yeah. have. So sorry. I apologize. I was just curious. So he um he tells you that they're. They're having like uh, basically all these people next door are having like a big cast brunch tomorrow and that that's where like this guy is planning on killing a production assistant. Whoa. So Bill tells you that you've got till tomorrow at 10 a.m. to get to him. He gives you the address. It's a it's an America's best value in. Whoa. Right off uh, 35. First floor. Yeah. Third door. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Huh. Um, can they provide me proof that this person is a... is the actual serial killer. So you, um, Bill tells you he, he can't like give you anything, you know, he goes, how do do I know that you're right? He goes, you just got to trust me, Pat. You see those big googly eyes. One of them winks at you. That big fucking cartoon smile. (laughs) How do I feel when I, when I see all that? I mean, you feel good, you know, all right, fuck it. I'm in. Let's do this. Okay, so I guess I try to plan this because I would probably need to bring like a like a weapon with me. I'm not, uh, you know, something like uh, what do I? I think I'd probably bring a baseball bat with me. Yeah. Yeah, and I would walk to where it was staying. Yeah. So you I'd, you, mm-hmm. I'd not I'd knock on the door and I would put my back against the wall and i would crouch yeah and then once he opens that door i'm hitting him in the nuts as hard as i physically can with the baseball bat so you uh you knock on the door there's no answer you look and like there's not like a lot of cars in the parking lot yeah. He might not even be there, you know. That's just where he's staying. I knock again. You knock again. Nothing. You look in through the window. 
you like and you look and like the lights are off. There's nothing going on in there. I listen. Uh, I put my uh, my ear against the door. It's dead quiet. Okay, here's what I do. I walk back into the parking lot and uh-huh. I find a place to sit, hopefully in the shadows, and I watch that uh, particular room from a distance until someone goes into it. So you like creep back into yeah. the shadows, you know. You're waiting there. You're like hiding in a bush. You found like a little perfectly sized pat indentation, wow. you know, in this bush. You just like crouch into it. If this were like a fantasy novel, a door would open. That's how perfectly you fit into this little hole. You know what I mean? So I'm uh, so I'm feeling pretty good. You're feeling like you're locked in, dude. Hell yeah. All right, you, then fuck yeah. You know, you're this like rules. you're hanging on to this baseball bat. You've got a you've got a YouTube video pulled up on how to swing a baseball bat. You know, you want to be like in optimum form. So you wait there, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. It's like midnight. Hasn't shown up. 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Finally, at 3 a.m., you see a car like pull into the parking lot. You see a guy get out. He's like kind of frantic. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's like struggling to find his door key. You know, it's that same fucking guy that you spit that thing on. And he's like going right to the door that you were looking at. Whoa. What do you do? I try to creep up behind him. You creep up behind him? Yeah. What What floor is he? What floor? First floor. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. I creep up behind him. I take out a. Uh, you got that baseball bat. Hmm. I take that out. I also take out a rag. A rag with chloroform on it. <laughs> you don't have a rag with chloroform on it, Pat. Damn it! <laughs> why Damn. would you have? Why would you have that? <laughs> well, honestly, I was trying to trick you. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to act like it. I just. I'm just trying to act like I had it the whole time. All right, then in that case, since I'm a devoid of this, I guess I come up behind him quietly and I cover his mouth mm-hmm. and I kind of like uh, grab his arm too. Yeah. And I say, what the fuck's up now, partner? So you like... Uh, not a good... That's not... A good <laughs> that's not very good. He, You like grab him <laughs> and you say that and he goes, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and you guys like struggle for a moment. You see, like the, uh, the red oh, and blue lights of, of the of police cars coming in. You know? Yeah, you're like struggling up against the wall. The cops just, you know, tear ass into the parking lot. Yeah, they get out, draw their guns. They go, let him down, let him down. And you like, you like, let him out. You know, you stop and raise your hands. The cops come up. They arrest both of you. They arrest me. Yeah. For what? Because you you were like choking that guy out. You know, he's a bad guy. Yeah. Well, so you're like you're like telling them uh, about like you're like yeah th- this guy's like like murdering people and yeah yeah like, he's trying to like murder a production assistant on this show and like you see you like say that you see him like he like looks at the cops and he kind of tears up and he goes 
Jennifer? She's gone? And he, like, starts openly crying, you know? Whoa. And the cop who's, like, got a hold of him is like, oh, what? And he, like, lets him go, and he comes and grabs you. And, like, you, like, struggle with the cops. You're like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. And you look over, and that guy is just fucking smiling at you. Oh, son of a bitch. He opens his jacket. There's a fucking Emmy Award in there, you know? Crocodile tears. He kind of, like, runs his hands through his hair. And he uh, he unlocks his door, walks inside. You look through the window and you see him like start jacking off. <laughs> oh, what? Why? What? I don't know. That's just, I'm just telling you what happens. So they they arrest you. They uh they take you to jail and uh you're found you're found guilty because they found your DNA at the crime scene. That little piece from your finger fell off of that guy in that house where he killed that lady, <laughs> and that was the only piece of evidence they could find. And so they threw you in jail. You lived in jail till you were uh, 71 years old. Uh, <laughs> one day you were in the shower and you hated it because everybody would just make fun of you in the shower. For what? For what? You, they called you old Pat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you come in the shower and you'd like take your towel off and they all go, oh, here comes old Pat. Here's old Pat. Oh, fuck. Holy <laughs> right? shit, dude. That is devastating. And they, and they just make they just make fun of you the whole time you're showering. It's miserable. In and prison. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. like showering and you're like finally like you're finally like done showering. You just you've got it down to a science how fast you can do it. And you turn and you, you slip on some soap and you crack your head open on the drain and nobody helps you. All you hear as you as you bleed out is a bunch of guys going, "Old Pat busted his ass, old Pat <laughs> bleeding out." Somebody call the doctor, and everybody laughs when they say somebody call the doctor. They all just fucking laugh, and you die. <laughs> a murderer. <laughs> What a sharp turn. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, you, yeah, you fucking died. God, man. <laughs> that one was really fucking um really fucking what? <laughs> I feel like I was I've been punching the sternum. <laughs> I don't feel good now. Do you understand? Yeah, neither I mean, neither do I. I never feel good after these. <laughs> I normally feel great. Normally I have a great time, but that was oof. Okay. Uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay. I love you. I got to go. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.